Come with us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the Nightmare. Good afternoon, everyone, and here we are again on Ghost Chronicles International. I am Ron Kolick, and with me all the way across the pond... In the land of Wales, which is a depressing little country, according to most of the movies I've seen, is the gold standard in ghost hunting, Mr. Steve Parsons. It is. <clears throat> Very depressing. I mean, look at the Welsh people. I mean, our old friend Dylan. He's oh, Welsh. Say no more. Exactly. My point exactly. Mm. Thank God I'm English. <laughs> Yeah, it's always portrayed as such a, a, a desolate and uh, and very, I don't know, it's very depressing, though, the way that you see, uh, you know, I mean, like Broadchurch was a, uh, a series that I just recently watched, and it was very depressing to watch that series. But in fairness, you were watching a dark thriller. Um, true, so true. And so it was shot very in, in very moody lighting, and um, <clears throat> in reality... Uh, Wales is, it's actually just like any other part of the world, I suppose. It, there you it's, go. Uh, it's nice when it's sunny, and it's it's crap for the other eight and a half months of the year. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so Very exciting. Very wet as well. Yeah, you'll be over here into the, the beautiful New England, very sharp. It shortly. wasn't so beautiful last year, was it? It was bloody freezing. I don't remember. I do. <laughs> I remember it well. Yes, it was not that warm. I tell you that much. That was, uh, that, yeah. That, I mean, that was the coldest uh, fall fortnight that uh, I, I can recall mm. in my trips over. I mean, you, you've I lived there many, many, many years longer than me, decades, centuries, even longer than me. Yeah, you know, I uh, I've been in a mood, so I've been looking at. Some of the old stuff, you know, old photographs of uh, famous photographs and uh, some of the what old... ones you took of the Titanic and... Um... <laughs> Under the Hindenburg. water. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> the Spanish Armada. <laughs> he was there, folks. He was, was there, there when the, Hind- the Spanish Armada. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's a, 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 a little-used photograph showing, uh, showing Ron walking away from... Uh, the Hindenburg was discarding a cigarette end. Yeah, the funny part about it, you actually could do that today, <laughs> couldn't you? <laughs> so sad. But, uh, you know, I, I really, I was in a, in a mood to do, just to do some study, and I looked at Joe Nichols' website, of course. <laughs> what, yeah. you, were, you needed a laugh? Uh, I was looking at some of the stuff, and then I looked at other ones, you know, that uh, claim... Well, you know, yeah, I say, funnily the, enough, I was also looking at Nichols' website uh, today, earlier today. Get out of here! Seriously, because I was I was trying to make sure I had down accurately what he said about the Enfield haunting mm-hmm. and uh, how he dismissed it. So, yeah, uh, it, that's oddly enough, that was another article I was reading about. It was actually uh, the 
uh, it was, I don't know, I guess I was in a negative mood, but the 13 most, uh, uh, 10 or 13 examples that uh, the Warrens were fakes. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I'm, do you know, weirdly, I, uh, uh, a video popped up on my feed, five examples of the times that the Warrens were exposed. <laughs> this is so bizarre, isn't it? Well, not really. I mean, we were probably, we probably have very similar social media feeds and well, These no, people. I wasn't. I didn't go on social. I didn't go on social media. I was just on the ah. internet. I wasn't. I wasn't anywhere near social that, media. It's that bloody photograph again. <laughs> Made but, you psychic, uh, man. There, I mean, there's some. You know, you you go back and forth, and, and let's talk a little bit about the inter, interfield. Well, infield poltergeist and i don't want to go into the details of it no no but, let's not go into the details yeah it right spoils it would spoil one of the dining with the dead <laughs> <laughs> but the uh you know i mean you look at joe nickel's side of the thing and he, and he and he takes you know because the the young girls admitted that uh i guess when she was 45 or something admitted that about two percent of the time she had faked some of the evidence that they were yeah, in, in reality uh, it, I mean, this is according to the article, too. I'm, yeah, I don't, let's, yeah. let's just get this bang-on perspective here. Okay, I'll um, take The two girls, because uh, there was actually th- uh, four children. Mm-hmm. Um, one, one of the, the elder boy, uh, who was uh, 11 at the time, he had some serious health issues, and also, and he lived away. Uh, so leaving in the house, there was the, uh, 13-year, uh, the 14-year-old girl, the 12-year-old girl, respectively Margaret Janet, and then the little brother Billy. Um, now, as regards this, they got caught doing it. There was there was one occasion, uh, quite late on in the case, the case began in the August of 1977, so we're now approaching Christmas, and these kids had had an absolute houseful of people for three or four months, they uh, been clergymen, psychics, psychiatrists, oh, yeah. Uh, newspaper reporters, journalists. Yeah, yeah. These people have been toing and froing for uh, forever. Um, toing and froing, yep. In fact, the only people that were notable by their absence were the Warrens. Uh, and on one, <laughs> oca- on one occasion, the two girls were seen by one of the SPR investigators, Maurice Gross, to be up to something in the kitchen. They were laughing and they were giggling and they were whispering to one another in quite a conspiratorial manner. And then an object was thrown. Morris immediately realised what had happened, uh, that the girls had done it. He, he actually saw them doing it uh, and approached them and asked them why they, you know, what did you just... And they immediately threw up their hands and went, it's a fair cop. And he said to them, why did you do it? And uh, they said, well, we just wanted to give them something to look at. Then maybe they'd go away. <laughs> now, that's a perfectly understandable response. Yeah. You know, these, these, these children are children. They've had di- a lot of disruption for months. Their lives, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, kids play games. Kids will get bored, they have an attention span, um, they get fed up of situations, and what's wrong with a prank? I mean, we all play pranks from time to time. I but agree. That, that, there was one or two other instances also where the girls were, um, the children were seen to be 
directly involved in something, giving right, some shit like, like I said, the article I, I read and was, on uh, from yeah. an interview with one of the girls at, at 45, and she admitted that about 2% of the time she did fake it. Yeah. Now, on every single occasion um, that they did this, they were caught. I mean, children are rubbish at hiding stuff. As all parents know that, and children are rubbish at telling lies. You know, so when confronted with a "Did you do this?" Uh, they very, very quickly give themselves away. And for that, the investigators, like Nickel, and there are others, decide that. Well, I, Chris French is another equally notable, and he's used that exact reason. The girls were caught faking, therefore everything they did was faked. Now, right. that completely disregards the many events that took place when the girls were not in the house. In fact, when there were no member of the family in the house. Indeed, when the girls were several hundred miles away on holiday, events were still taking mm-hmm. place in some... Right. A lot... A lot um, a lot fewer events, but then that's the nature of Portuguese hauntings. Mm-hmm. But uh, the French and Nickel and others completely disregard that. Mm-hmm. And they hang on things like, uh, before she died in 2013, I think the mother said, uh, or was alleged to have said in an interview, uh, by one of uh, the skeptics, she apparently gave to one of the skeptics, that uh, it, it was all nonsense and it, it was only being kept going by the investigators. Mm-hmm. Now, there's no record of that conversation other than this uh, person who was a, a, a skeptic reporting that that's what the mother told them. Right. And the mother, in every interview that's documented and record, report, uh, recorded, actually says the opposite, that she believes the children, she believes the events, what took place took place. Right. So, but in this one unrecorded, undocumented interview, she apparently says, "Oh no, the whole thing was a flimflam." And Janet, Janet, I mean Janet, actually bizarrely, uh, just before the Conjuring movie came out, Conjuring Two, uh, Janet, and you can search this out on YouTube, and it's the most bizarre piece of footage I've ever seen, because we we know, and it's well recorded, that the Warrens never visited the inside of the house. Ed okay. did turn at once to the outside. Uh, the door was opened by Guy Lyon Playfair, and Ed was turned around and marched back down the path again uh, in, in, in short order. Uh, now, in just before The Conjuring 2 came out in 2016, Janet mm-hmm. gave an interview in which she goes on, on in front of a camera uh, and says how much she owes the Warrens for all of the help and assistance that they gave to them. Now, there is no, there is no instance recorded uh, by any investigator of the Warrens interacting with the girls. Um, now, one has to question why, why Janet would do that. And uh, we all, you know, those of us who've had any interaction with the, the media, the movie industry, know how big the budgets are. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it does, you know, the f- and it, it, 
the, I, can't, I suppose the kind of the precedence is the Fox sisters, because one of the Fox sisters also threw up her hands and said the whole thing is fake for money, and then retracted it some, so, uh, shortly afterwards. Right. Going against what the other sister, uh, one of the other sisters had said. So this idea of let's do it, you know, let's take the money. If somebody's offering you a lot of money to go on camera and to thank the Warrens uh, for their help and assistance, mm-hmm. uh, what, what would you do? I mean, right. Totally understandable. People are people, you know, they right. are human beings. It doesn't detract from the case at all. Uh, I mean, no. one, of the exa- one of the examples, it was clearly beyond the, re- the, the scope of the girls, because they're quite slight girls when you look at photographs of them. And on one occasion, the investigators heard a tremendous noise uh, coming from the children's bedroom, and they rushed upstairs, uh, opened, opened the door, to find that a fire surround, a cast-iron fire surround, had been wrenched from the wall. Now, it actually, t- this thing weighed about 60 or 70 pounds uh, and was securely bolted to the wall, okay. uh, and cemented to the brickwork. The two male investigators had trouble lifting it, and yet we're expected to believe that in a moment the two girls leapt out of bed um, and wrenched this thing out of the wall. Right, so it didn't make sense. It makes no sense at all. The skeptics right. are not. They're, they're, you know, they're, yeah. It's not plausible. It's, it just doesn't hold together. Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, like I said, I didn't want to get into too much of it, but I was no. just looking at some of the the details on it and some of it uh that was one of the cases that they they proved that uh well somebody in this article said that the warrens were caught uh in fakery on it and uh so well, we that it's actually the involvement of the uh, the, mm-hmm. the warrens don't we because we've had guy line play for as a guest on the show we asked him the question Yes, we did. And uh, if you, that show yeah. is on uh, Tojinet, so if you want to go check it out, you can find it. I think so. it's dated to to end of 2016. Yeah. So, anyways, another things that I was looking at, of course, are some of the more famous uh, photographs, ghost photographs, and you know, photographs today are just, oh, it just. You know, you can't believe any of they them. They are pathetic. <laughs> you know, because they can be faked so easily and, and whatever. And this, these, all these regular ones go back to, you know, early times of, of, of uh, photograph. And one of them here, I wasn't aware of. And, and this, of course, most, a lot of them, I shouldn't say most of them, a lot, a lot of them come from England. And uh, so I thought I'd ask you about this. And this is the tulip staircase ghost. Oh yeah, the, so, the 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 figure that it was. I I don't know all of the details. I'm just going to pull this one off the top of my head. Well, you uh, want me to read the thing and then you can comment well, on it? Well, it was two it was two visitors, wasn't it? And they were trying to take a picture up the staircase. I believe that they may actually were the American visitors, uh, but nonetheless, they were trying to take a photograph of the the famous tulip staircase at. Um, Greenwich House, isn't it? Ralph, uh, uh, Reverend Ralph Hardy, a retired clergyman from British Columbia, uh, was yeah. visiting the Queen's House, the National Maritime uh-huh. Museum in Greenwich, that's England. Right. Yeah, so, okay, Greenwich. so that's the guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, whatever. And uh, it, the photograph, as it comes out, was taken 
from slightly underneath the, stair- the staircase looking up. And it's one of these suspended staircases that I've seen mm-hmm. it in, in, in the flesh, so to speak. Oh, yeah. And, oh. and it looks, you know, like an inverted staircase when you view it from the underside. So um, he'd taken this photograph, and the photograph shows what appears to be a figure um, moving up the stairs with the hand on the hand on the banister rail. Um, in fact, there appears to be several hands upon the banister rail and uh, a, a shape reminiscent of a figure behind. Right. Now, this has 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 been examined um, and has stood analysis. Right, it was examined by Kodak actually. And, you know, they found that there was nothing untoward about the, the, the negative. They actually worked from the negative, not the, uh, not the print, and mm-hmm. found that... And it's one of those challenging photographs that periodically, or used to periodically come about, um, that, like the Brown Lady of Raynham and, and others, um, that defy any explanation. Mm-hmm. Now, you said you've seen this. Is, is this a public building? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you can actually visit the building. Oh, that's that's pretty cool. Yeah, if I get over there. Definitely... In fact, that's what they were doing. <laughs> ah, how how far is it from you? Uh, well, it's in London. It's, what, about three, four hours drive. Oh, it's in London? Okay. Yeah. yeah. But, right. yeah it's in Greenwich, London. Mm-hmm. And- you know, it, it's a cool photograph anyway. Another one I wanted to talk to you about, and this is one that I know we've discussed before, and I'm not sure I want to go and say on the same line that you are. And this, of course, is the girl in the fire. Uh, this yeah. is at Wemtown Town Hall. Right. Yeah, Hall in Shropshire. Right. Yeah. So, what what is your thoughts on it? Because it was for those who don't know, it was a, a photograph that was taken uh, during during the fire in what nineteen ninety five, I believe. Well, it, it was claimed to have been taken during the fire, right? 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 When town hall in nineteen ninety five. The thing the thing has been solidly debunked. I. Uh, Mm, yeah. Okay, explain to me how it's been well, debunked. Well, you tell me without, about the photograph of the girl. Then. Well, without going into great detail, which I don't have available right now, the, yeah. there was a, a series of uh, there was a photographer who did actually uh, do a more a very detailed study of the photograph and um, was able to completely debunk it. On, on how the question is, on, I know um, well, that there was a, there was a yeah. postcard that was found, and, and the same girl's yeah. image was on the postcard. Yeah, but, uh, but does that prove that that wasn't? Well, that the, same was Im- the same image appeared on a postcard that appeared on on his photograph uh, by by you know well understood mechanisms of uh, you know f- photography. Um, there is no case with that photograph. It's it's been accepted as a hoax, hoax by all by all except perhaps you know it still it still does turn up occasionally you know on on Facebook it still turns up occasionally in books and articles. Uh, in fact, it turned up in a magazine only a few months ago here in the UK as a genuine ghost photograph. But serious research. Well, okay, 
but no, well, you say serious, uh, but the, the, the photo was uh, submitted to the Association for a Scientific Study of Anomalous Phenomena, and, which is what, ASA, and also uh, the Royal Photographer's Society, who mm-hmm. both claim that it was not tampered with. Uh, yes, initially, it, it, did, it did appear in the very early stages. Um, in fact, it was it was almost accepted uh, by by many for a long time, and then the uh, a new review of the photograph was undertaken, and it was found that in fact the photograph was uh, a composite. Okay. All right. In fact, it, it's kind of very reminiscent of the Amityville the Amityville photograph that the Warrens pulled off. Um, you know, this That's sort of, another one that was discussed yeah, in that thing. Yeah. The one of the uh, you know the kid sort of appearing or the demon appearing around the corner. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Wem one, and there have been other very similar ones where people have um, you know sort of superimposed stuff for their five minutes of fame. I think with Wem Town Hall, it was. I mean, the ASAP, uh, you know, not infallible, uh, and. I don't recall anybody at the time in ASAP being uh, a highly skilled f- photographic analyst. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, you know, I was quite quite active in ASAP during the. Oh, well, they said that they they in turn consulted with the former head of the Royal Photographic Society, who worked with ASAP on this. Uh huh. They don't give his name though, unfortunately. No, I'm sorry. Uh, but but you know. So, other words, so in other words, they really didn't analyze it themselves. They looked at it, but then turned it over to someone else. Who well, I think that would be knowledge. the best way to do an analysis. But you're still yeah. trusting. You're still trusting on the expert. I mean, for example, yeah. this idea of uh, what does my EVP say? I'm not familiar with the Royal Photographic Society. Is that pretty reputable? Uh, well, I would imagine it is. Uh, but we don't know the, the we we don't know the status of the person that they turn to. Um, you know, you can be a member of many things. Um, you know, sure. you can be a member of a society or a group without actually having any necessary expertise. Um, in, 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 and photography is a very broad area, isn't it? I mean, you know, you could be the world's best landscape photographer, but if I sent you to photograph a, a soccer match. The pictures are probably going to be fairly mundane. Uh, whereas, you know, if you send a sports photographer who has spent his entire life, and I don't know anybody who's spent their entire life debunking ghost photographs, except perhaps Joe Nickel. Joe Nickel. Uh, I was just going to say that. <laughs> so the Royal, the, the, uh, Royal Photographic Society has been in, to, in business since 1853. Yeah. Uh, so well, they contain some of the... They contain some of the leading, uh, they are leading photography experts, according to this particular article. Yeah, exactly. You know, so, I mean, anyways. there are there are many layers of membership. Uh, oh yeah. Even within, for example, ASAP or the SPR. Right. Um, where we, you know, you have some of the world's leading parapsychologists, or anybody else can join. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, membership of does not doesn't always, and this is something I've you know I've I've said in ghostology. Uh, be careful of accreditation of expertise, because just because somebody is a member of a, a, an elite or a, an established organisation or respected organisation, or they tell you they're an expert, 
Or yeah, a made-up organization. Or a made-up organization. <laughs> and that happens too. Is don't immediately accept that expertise or that accreditation. You know, question the credentials of the person person who's giving you the information um you know membership of the royal photographic society tells us nothing at all about the nature or or the qualifications of the person that they worked with inside now asap's a very reputable organization and i've no doubt that they would have sought out the best that they the best person they could get uh but they don't tell us who that person or Unfortunately, it doesn't in the side of either. So, so we, we, we can't really comment other than uh, the, 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 the photograph was re-reviewed um, in light of uh, new discoveries mm-hmm. and has now been generally accepted uh, right. to have been a composite fake. Going back to the Annerville Horror Ghost, uh, yeah... It, um, let's see what I got here. Uh, according, uh, the photo was shown on the Merv Griffin show in 1979, suggested it shows the ghost of John Defoe, a young mm-hmm. boy who was murdered in the house before the Lutz moved in. The authenticity of the photograph, along with the animal story itself, has been widely doubted, with some holding that the photo depicts Paul Botts, who was a member of the Warren's investigative team. So that's what this little article says on that. What was most interesting about the, um, the Amityville case mm-hmm. was the fact that um, they could never find any of the uh, supposed people who, who turned up, like the police officer, the priest. Uh, these people just didn't... They, they'd all mysteriously disappeared. Mm-hmm. Um, a bit like uh, that guy in America now, um, the one who just mysteriously managed to kill himself in his uh, prison cell. Yeah. Weird, weird things happen. <laughs> oh, it's that, well, let's talk about weird things happening. It's so funny you mentioned that because uh, are you familiar with the Boston Marathon? Uh, yes. Yeah, it's, it's, been, it's one of the oldest run marathons. Mm-hmm. Isn't it? And uh, years back, there was a young woman by the name of Rosie Rozier who won the marathon, but actually they discovered that she had taken a bus <laughs> and then jumped in on the, jumped in on the, the thing. And, uh, so, uh, anyways, they, she just died mysteriously under a different name in Florida, which is kind of, it seems like mysterious things follow mysterious people. Well, I mean, yeah, it is, isn't it? I, there was a, an article I was reading in a more, one of the more sensible tabloids that did say that, um, was pointing out the long list of people um, associated with one of your former presidents and failed uh, presidential um, candidates who, who seem to die in mysterious circumstances. There are many people who die in mysterious circumstances. It's all part of the yeah, Illuminati, you know? It seems to, it seems to be, that, uh, especially if you knew, knew or were connected with the Clintons. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I have no comment. <laughs> well, you don't. You'll probably mysteriously die. <laughs> yeah, I know it. That's right. I'm just closer to get me closer than you. A vat of bananas. Could happen. <laughs> Could be this curious picture, too, so I'm not messing with it. Hey, hey, it wasn't signed Hillary, was it? You know what? Now that I look at it, <laughs> <under> Hillary. <laughs> 
mean, there were many cigarette organizations like Skull and Crossbones and uh, well, yeah, the, uh, the, the Masons and stuff like that. Yeah, so I mean, you have those. I mean, the fraternal secret organizations surely are the ones that we don't know about. Oh, I guess we didn't get a cue. <laughs> it's secret. Radio with a what happened there? Do you have a paranormal event, book, or Spiracy. something else you want people to know about? Then why not advertise it on Ghost Chronicles Radio? With over wow. 150,000 downloads a month, get your message out to an audience that's interested in the subject. We have a plan at a cost that fits your needs. For more information, contact Ron Kolick at anyghostproject at comcast.net or call 978-455-6678. <laughs> Mysterious and spooky, they all talk ugly gooky, the Parax family. The shows are paranormal, not stuffy but informal. The topics are abnormal, the Parax family. They're strange, deranged, unrestrained. So grab your favorite brew, it's time to rendezvous as we give awards to the Parax family. Part two of Ghost Chronicles International. Well, weird things have started to happen because we mentioned the Clintons. Oh, no, we mentioned my cursed photograph. I said, and the photograph we think. Yeah, you better get that photograph in there because we all know how dangerous that is. So you're gonna are you gonna put it in Pride of Place or in Spirit Quest? Yeah, that's what I should do. Yes. Uh, Anyways. we, we were talking, kind of reminiscing about some of the the unusual and, well, I don't know, unusual, some some of the things in the paranormal we deal with. And uh, we were talking about photographs uh, just before the break. And this is another photograph, and this is another one I am not familiar with either. And once again, it's in England. Hertfordshire? Is that right? Hertfordshire? Hertfordshire. Yeah, that too. In England. In 2008, which isn't too long ago, it's called The Boy on a Farm. Are you familiar with this one? No. I've probably seen it, but I, by the title, um, no. I, um, In 2008? doesn't ring any bells. Hang on a minute. We'll resort to... We'll Neil Sangbach. What's yes, it called? The Boy on, on a Farm. The... Farm. You might want to put it in Hepperture, England, too, because there's a lot of boys on farms. Hang on a minute. The most famous, 13 of the most famous guys, so I know what site you're using now. No, and, don't go on that one. That's not a good one. Oh, my God. Were you looking at that one? I didn't know I, you could do, people could do that with. And that woman really do that with fruit. What? Ghostly oh. farm boy. Never seen it before. Did you find a picture? Yeah, it's just a like a smeary picture. There's a big dark building, and then um, what appears to be um, a white smudge 
uh, peeping out from behind something. Yeah. Does it look yeah. like a, a person or? No. Oh, there it is. I see it now. No, yes, it, does. <laughs> no it doesn't look like a person. Well, no, well, it depends like, on which one you look well, at. Well, you can make it. You can I'm make looking it at one movie. now, and it's it's really. Yeah, that's pareidolia. I I hate pareidolia. Yeah, but it's, it's such a screwed. Somebody should mention pareidolia. You screwed. You know that, don't you? Well, you know they, why they called it little boy because there's no indication of sex. In fact, you it know, doesn't you look could, like a little boy, does it? You could you could argue it's, it's half a little an girl. Could it's be a little, little girl. girl. Yeah. Um, it's an angel. Actually, it's gonna, uh, to me, it's more of a dress, right? They're well, saying it's a white night. Well, if, I, if somebody showed me that and said, what, what's that a picture of? I would say, a little girl in a, in a long white night dress. That's exactly what I would say. So where did they get boy from? I don't know. Somebody exactly. would Exactly. And uh, you know, look at the quality of the photograph, though, overall. I mean, the, the actual ghost is probably less than a half of 1% of, well, no less than that, much less than that. It's a tiny portion of the, of the image. So by the time you start zooming in and zooming in, you realise, actually, that the picture's not sure. I mean, it's better than a lot of the ones I've well, seen. It, well, uh, what, in terms of it's, it's, it's properly exposed, um, it's yeah. mostly in focus, but look at the amount of image degradation once you've zoomed it in so you can see any detail. That could be, it could be anything. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, in front of the, the little boy, girl, whatever it is, uh, you know, it's very hard to make out whether the branches, whether the, it's behind a table, whether there is a table, whether there's, is there a drain pipe there, a doorway you know, I mean, if you look towards the bottom, it, there's two pieces of wood coming down, forming a V shape. And if you look at that, you know, is that is that a shoe? Are we looking at a very t- tall boy wearing a or a very tall girl with exceptionally long legs wearing a, a t-shirt? Um, there's a white blob directly above the head. I, you could be looking at any part of that building. That's an structure. orb. We all know about that. Yeah, all well, over the proved. Well, there you go. Yeah, proved it. Well, look at that. That's got to open it. It must be paranormal. I mean, it does have facial... I mean, it's it's better than a lot of them. No, 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 the only reason it's got a face is because our human brain... There are two dark dots uh, under oh, the dark... Oh, a break. And our human brain. Our human brain is hardwired to find faces. Right. Um, so when we see... It, so we, otherwise, we don't right. have faces. You don't okay. have a face, I don't have a face. Because well, operators have to see faces, right? Correct. We have to from birth. But if you if you look to yeah, that image, we, what you're saying is we wouldn't have faces because well, operators operate have faces. Here's an experiment. If yes. you take that image and sit down with Photoshop and paint the face, what you know, the two dark areas and the mouth. Let's call it the eyes and the mouth. Out. So you you remove them. Hmm. Would people still see a little boy or a little girl or a ghost? Probably. Probably not. Probably. Well, there's no cue there to recognise it as a figure. Then you got a figure. You do. No, you don't. You've got what you've, you've got. got. A, a, you've got a humanoid you, shape. No, you haven't. You've got a white, a white 
object that's a vertical. Oh, come on. I've There's... seen much more right, where's, where's the arm? Where, where is the arm, then? Because what you've actually got is a broader... You see the arm in upper chest. No, is it? Does your arm yes. do that? Does your arm do that? Mine certainly doesn't. Mine is probably got a hand over her heart. What are you talking oh, about? Oh, so now, so now we're presuming on which way are her. So you're calling it her. They're calling it he. So who's correct? Is it a, a little boy? Wait, 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 don't change a... the subject now here. Because well, hang on a minute. I no. already told you to me you... it looks more like a woman. So? I don't know where they got it. It's a boy because we well, both agreed that... to it that it looked more like a woman or right, a girl right. than, a, than a boy. I'm not disputing that. What I'm saying is we can't even agree that with the person that's called it a, a little boy. I don't know where they got that. I have no clue. Exactly. So, so, so we can't see what they saw because they describe, you know, if they're saying it's a little boy, a ghostly farm boy, and we're seeing a girl in a, in a, a, a long white nightdress, then clearly mm-hmm. we're interpreting it differently than they are. But we're both saying that we see a figure. You didn't deny you didn't see a figure. I can see, see a figure I, there. No, I can see exactly. I'm not saying what, it's human. I'm not saying it's a ghost, but a figure. I can, I can see exactly what somebody would see as a figure. Exactly. So I'm not disputing. You know, it, it, Immediately you look at the picture, you can see, ah, there's what they're going to highlight as the anomaly. Now I'm looking at a, another <laughs> little... Another little photograph, of course, and this one here uh, has the nightdress that he is wearing, supposedly he. All right. So why is he wearing a nightdress? Because in Victorian times, all little boys wore nightdresses. Evidently. I have no clue. I wasn't raised in Victorian times. In fact, if you you look at the full photograph, because... um, The what? Well... The photograph that you're looking at on the website, you're looking at it, is a, because I said it was only a small part of the photograph. Yeah. Uh, but in reality, it's even smaller, because the photograph is even bigger. Okay, I, uh, I'm not seeing that, so I have wide, to... Well, the photograph is a, shows a much wider area than... You're looking at a different photograph than I am. I'm, so. sure I'm looking at the full photograph. Now, In the, slightly behind them, in the distance, there is... Um, Oh, oh, is it it? Well, there is a lamp standard, and there's a doorway. Oh, yeah, I see it here. Right, so let's assume, and there there are also two patio heaters. Oh, this uh, thing is huge. Uh, yeah. It's, it, the photograph is, <laughs> you, it's fact, like a canopy there or something, where if, it is. If, if, you, if you look slightly beyond it... Mm-hmm. Uh, there is there is some more structure. It's on a it's on a raised sort of platform area, like a uh, like a patio. It's a canopy area. over it too. Well, the canopy I think is much nearer the photographer. There appears to be a depth to the photograph. Now, I think what that picture shows is a person, a real person, entering a doorway which you can just about make out, but they've got their back to you. Hmm. And that would explain the arm. No, the arm works for me. I told you uh, that. The arm doesn't work for me. I think you've got to look... Because that person is an adult size, is adult size when you compare it to a doorway that's about equidistant... Oh, actually... Actually, we can actually measure the yeah. size of this. Yes. 
because it, she is standing in front of the slats, and in, in between the slats, in fact, behind her, in front of her. Well, we don't know. We don't know the slats uh, dimensions, but to the left of her, there's a there's a, a, a lamp, and to the left of the lamp is a entrance doorway. That entrance doorway, which is slightly further back than she is. No, no, you're looking at the double height window. Go, go one more left to the end of the fence line, and you'll see the double doorway. You'll see the double panels of the glass doorway. Okay. Now, if you compare the height, now that doorway is, is maybe another ten feet further back, looking at the length of that building. And you've got an adult-sized person. Wait a minute, is it further back or is it parallel? No, 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 look at the building because look at the front of the, the side of the building that's facing you with the with the uh, triangular section of the roof. Then it steps Oh, yeah, back. I see it drops back. It well, you can, that, and the it close drops back to that bump out, doesn't it? If you go back, you can see that, well, she's standing in front of the building, which is... Well, it's certainly not a little boy, is it? Could be. Uh, would be a very tall little boy. Uh, more of a teenager, I would say. Yeah, I would say more of an adult when you compare it to the door sh- the door frame. I'm not guaranteeing that. Door. Anyway, what we've managed to do is um, discuss the photograph. <laughs> well, no, what what we've managed to do is to, is to demonstrate how two people looking at exactly the same thing fa- are failing to see the same thing. Are they failing to see the same thing, or are they not seeing the same well, thing? Well, what, what, what we've got is an excellent example of how fo- fo- uh, paranormal group photographic analysis falls apart, because they will pass the photograph around the group. One person will see a boy, a girl. Oh, they'll point it out first. Then, and, then, <laughs> and as you and I are doing, you and I are doing now, we're trying to convince one another that what we're seeing is, is correct. And that's what paranormal groups do, and they call it photographic analysis. So what they do is they will give it to their most experienced photo tech guy, and he'll go, oh, no, I've measured the distance, and I've counted the slats, and that's a patio here, blah, 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 blah. And I say, it's an adult um, called Julianne, and she's carrying a tray of biscuits into the door. I and like then, biscuits. And then the, they will go, oh, well, the expert said it was Julianne. In this case, whoever the expert was first looked at this decided it was a little boy. Probably because there was a story of a ghostly little boy at the farm. And so the immediate assumption is, like with the famous Hampton Court photograph, that the ghost, because the building was built by Henry VIII, well, built, remodeled by Henry VIII after he stole it off Cardinal Wolsey, (laughs) that the figure must be from that period in history. Mm. Well, if you go by the clothing, that figure could represent any, you know, a period of around 300 years of history. Yeah, I suppose. But we, we you know, the, often the assumption is that the anomaly on the image must be the most historically significant character. Um, the person who was, the ghost is always the, the murderer or the murder victim, not just the, you know, anybody else who lived there. Mm-hmm. Uh, because you're in a religious establishment, the ghost is that of a monk. I mean, there is if you, the most famous ghost photograph of all, the Brown Lady of Raymond Hall. Yeah, absolutely. 
which looks more like the Blessed Virgin Mary than the Brown Lady of Rainham Hall. And yeah, but they fact- recognise which is the interesting thing. I mean, I can't say it's the Brown Lady because I wasn't there at the time. Well, as the far other as- interesting thing is neither of the people who were there at, rep- at the time reported it as being brown. <laughs> really? They said there was a glowing, you know, a figure walking, a mm-hmm. white figure, which is what the camera records. Now, if you look Absolutely. at it, Mm-hmm. And you read the reports of eyewitnesses' accounts of other people who claim to have seen the brown lady. She doesn't appear like that. Mm. Now, that might be the camera capturing light photons differently on the film. Mm-hmm. Um, or it might just be that the photographer who captured the image made the assumption that that anomaly must be the brown lady. It could have been anybody else associated with that location if we assume that for one you know if we assume that it's a figure a ghost an apparition Mm. but you know it also equally looks like the blessed virgin mary true fair enough one one man's tomatoes another man tomato anyways i was looking also the bvm i I found the some very (coughs) Good evidence, evidently, uh, in 2017, and this is uh, 2017. I, I think you're familiar with this. It says the makers of Most Haunted, a reality TV show in which paranormal investigators visit sites supposedly haunted, claims to have caught the first ghost on camera for the uh, first uh, time in 15 years of the show's history. And it bore an uncanny resemblance to Stuart, one of the cast. The footage broadcast Friday evening appears to show a male figure walking down a dark corridor. It was not just a male figure. It was wearing identical clothes to a cast member and had the same baldy hair. It was filmed in Whitworth (laughs) Woodhouse in southern Yorkshire. Yep. Hosey that Peelan described seems as the most groundbreaking footage ever recorded. Do you know weirdly about that footage? Yes, yes. It was released to the press... Just before the that series, the 2017 start, uh, series started. Now the 2019 series starts, I think, in a couple of weeks' time, and they've just gone uh, into the press with um, another photograph. Not a photograph, but an astonishing knife-throwing ghost Ooh, that attacked them. I like knife-throwing ghosts. Yeah, and apparently, this thing—you know—if it had hit him blade first, it would have killed him. Really. Yeah. But, I mean, I'm surprised you haven't raised an even more astounding photograph. Really? Did I miss one? Yeah, the VZ photograph that was uh, <laughs> that was taken during one of our spirit quests, if you recall, and then yeah, appeared the, on our... The, the, uh, the photographer asked me to, to remain anonymous. Uh, have well, the photographer did, but the, the photograph is, has been made public on the uh, newsletter. Yes, it was. So, I mean, there is an intriguing photograph. It appears to show a figure. And at the time, the photographer um, assures us that uh, that part of the building, that portion of the building, uh, they were alone in at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it can be interpreted as a partial human figure. 
Uh, I, I don't say it's pretty clear. Pig, pig I don't you. know. I don't know the I history. I reviewed it myself without any prompting. Did you get the British giving, Photographic Society to have a look? All, all I was getting was a a simple uh, photograph uh, sure. with no claims to it, just a photograph, and uh, it was clearly evident to me that that sort of appeared to be. So. Now I don't know any much about the history of VZ, even though I've I've spent you know quite a quite some time there i've always avoided asking questions about the apparitions the ghosts the experiences of easy just in case right. uh, i mean now if i recall that picture was taken looking towards the the kitchen, kitchen. Pub, the right. public kitchen uh, yep. on the ground on the ground floor um, now is there is there any corroborating evidence uh, information that suggests that that's an area of interest uh, and regarding, you know, is this an area that where people have reported experiences or phenomena? Oddly enough, oddly enough, just outside of that area is, in other words, the corridor leading to it. Uh, people have experienced uh, a lot of things. So, is that a, a jump saying? Mm. Well, I mean. We don't know the layout of the walls and whether they've changed. And Which is absolutely right, because we've, uh, I know one particular case here that, um, yeah, that uh, somebody saw some, a, a, a spirit go through a wall, and originally there was a door there at that time. Oh, it, I mean, it, it kind of appears to, I don't when I looked at it, my first uh, thought was, oh, somebody's peeping around the doorway or about to walk through the doorway. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, that was my first impression when I saw it. Yeah, I, I saw it, and I tr- actually tried to reproduce it with not too, too much luck. No, uh, I mean, we, I was able to have a look at the original EXIF file for that particular photograph. Mm-hmm. Uh, the original, da- you know, the, the, the mm-hmm. camera data for it. And the settings of the camera weren't particularly a slow shutter speed. You know, it, it was taken at a good shutter speed. The exposure was taken in, you know, using the natural light. There was no f- applied flash. Right. Um, the whatever it is is blurry um, and is there. You know, it's 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 not some, something stuck on the lens because, um, in actual fact, the camera shot for for fo- the, uh, the photographer. That using well, the camera took um, it's called HDR. It actually took a sequence of photographs. Um, Is that it, the only one of the Peter? Uh, no, no. In very rapid succession, the camera took uh, three photographs uh, within a second. Is uh, that the only one of the Peter? Uh, that's the only one of the three that the that the anomaly appears in. Yeah. Yeah, anomaly. That's a good word for it. Uh, interesting. It is a good photograph, and it's one of those that I find intriguing, uh, very intriguing, actually. Well, I mean, like, like all good photos, like we, I mean, there's one on the Parascience website, we've, we nicknamed Casper, um, and people can go and have a look, www.parascience.org.uk, or just parascience.uk, we'll get you there. Uh, and look, you know, sort of just do a, a search for the picture of Casper Ellesmere Port Boat Museum, and this, this was taken in the very, very early days of digital photography. Um, uh, we back in the day. We were using a did uh, Sony Mavica that you, you t- could take. Well, uh, we discovered orbs. 
well, this was even pre-orb. Uh, this camera could shoot 10 images onto a, a 1.4 megapixel floppy disk. Hmm. Uh, and then we had to put a new disk in the camera. Back in the day when you had money, huh? Um, yeah. <laughs> and ghost hunting earned money. Anyway, I mean, this we, we'd gone to shoot some pictures uh, at the museum. Um, mm-hmm. uh, myself and Anne, we'd gone to the museum to shoot some photographs. Uh, and what we were doing is we were, we were selecting certain viewpoints uh, in order to... We'd created a three-dimensional sort of model inside a computer of the building so we could check uh, eye lines and viewpoints um, for the investigation. And what we wanted to do was to check our... 3D computer model by going along and taking some actual photographs uh, from, you know, and then putting them side by side. And it was when they were being downloaded that one of them had um, a figure, uh, a human-like figure on on, on the picture. It was immediately uh, obvious. I sent the picture straight away to Anne and she immediately recognised it. Now, the nickname Casper... um, was given to the the figure or the the photograph because within a few days the museum uh, were conducting some excavations on some uh, derelict parts of the site mm-hmm. and they pulled up a floor and underneath the floor was a memorial plaque that had been long since used as as uh, underfloor rubble foundation. Uh, and it commemorated uh, the death on the coal loading platform of a young man. Um, he was in his teenage years. And um, he uh, was killed in tragic circumstances. And it was almost to the anniversary, in fact, I think it might actually have been the anniversary um, of his death, when the photograph was taken. And what we didn't know either, I mean, A, we didn't know, no member of the museum staff knew about this um, this death uh, because the plaque had obviously been buried for a long, long time. Um, and then underneath the... Uh, and we didn't know where the coal loading ramps were. In fact, nor did the museum staff until they went back to examine their archives and discovered that the photograph was taken directly above the coal loading ramps where the accident took place. And so in tribute to him, in tribute to him, we we gave the photograph uh, his name. Ah, that's cool. So there we are. Yeah. So anyways, uh, I know we're heading down towards the end. I wanted to mention one more case that I was, once again, not familiar with. And it's in England, of course. Uh, And it's called the, the Thornton Health Poltergeist. Have you ever heard of this? Thornton Heath. Thornton Heath. Thornton well, it Heath. says health on the on the title and Heath in the in the thing. Yes, yes Thornton, Thorn- Heath. Thornton Heath. Um, yeah. There are a number of notable poltergeists um, that have occurred in in the UK that have been examined. I'm just googling this one to make sure I get the information right because obviously 1970s. 72 probably yeah I'm just making sure I get the right one because um, 
Uh, to Radio 1, where the family were wo- uh, woken up Haunted by the noise. Haunted Croydon? Haunted Croydon? Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's the one where the radio came blaring into life. Um, Foreign language, yes. And started transmitting stuff that, yeah, I'm, I'm familiar Chatterton. with. Chatterton, Chatterton. Wait a minute, a medium was consulted by the family of the house uh, that was haunted by a farmer named Chatterton. Who considered uh-huh. the family trespasses on his property? Oh, this is who they, they say the guy is. Not dissimilar in many ways to the Enfield case. Is it really? Um, in, in in terms of uh, that case, it was a man called Bill who had supposedly died in the building several years before and felt that the family were trespassing in his home. Hmm, intriguing. And uh, there are other ones too, but no, we'll go over it another time. Anyways, one, th- one the- thing that was, I think, was different about Thornton Heath is that um, most most poltergeists fade away after uh, a few months. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think with Thornton Heath, it lingered on for about four years, and then the family eventually upsticked and left. Um, do it. But we don't. But we don't. You know, I, I don't know what happened subsequently. It's not one of those that sort of majored in the sort of news. Not investigated by the SPR or, or uh, Ghost um, ASAP? It may, or... It, it may have been, but I, I you know, it's, I, I don't know all of the details of all of the cases. It's no, certainly, it's it's certainly not one of the... Show, then. Well, yeah, I mean, it's not one of the, you know, sort of the top, top tier. And in and, and reality, if it was investigated, perhaps we could get one of the investigators on the show to discuss what, how well, we investigated. When did and... you say it was? 72? Yeah, which is yeah, probably, all de- probably all dead by now. 72? It's not that long said? ago. Yeah, that's well. 30 years ago, for God's sake, 40 uh, years. 40, 40, yeah, well, look at the Enfield case, they've all gone. Yeah, anyways, well, we've got to end it up. So, anyways, you're listening to, have been listening to Ghost Chronicles International, brought to you by Circles of Wisdom and so on. And uh, check out the website, anyghostproject.com, the letter N, the letter E, ghostproject.com, and see all of uh, the events we have coming up, including Spirit Course, this September 27th, 28th, 29th. So, anything you want to add there, young man? We're in the tunes. No. Other than good night, God bless. There you go. Good night and God bless. to ghosties, long-leggedy beasties, and things that go bump in the night. Deliver us good luck.